said earlier, Damien Oliver was in action at Saudi Arabia last Friday night. So too was this young lady, uh, Alicia Collett. Of course, uh, Caitlin Jones won the Saudi Jockeys Challenge a couple of seasons ago. I think uh, actually Sam Collett also rode in that Saudi Challenge a couple of seasons ago. But we're ready to talk to Alicia. Now, Alicia is the sister of Jason and, of course, Dad Richard. And Alicia Collett is joining us. Good morning. Morning. How are you guys? Good. Sometimes I get a little confused. So what relation is Sam to you? Alicia? She's a cousin, so there's plenty of us. There's, yeah. there's not a shortage of collets. <laughs> How many licensed collets are there in Australasia, do you reckon, like trainers, jockeys and so on? There would, there would have to be at least seven of us at the moment, um, and then we've left a couple in New Zealand that still have to come over. <laughs> Alicia, take me a bit through your career. I want to concentrate, of course, talk about Saudi. There's a horse there that you rode brilliantly and almost got the money in one of those uh, jockeys challenge races but where did it all start for you it started in New Zealand did it with dad Richard it did um I sort of got most of my way through high school um then started my apprenticeship over there when I was about 16 17 after a couple of years I come over to Chris Waller in Sydney did six months here then went back to New Zealand and just kept riding there I had a full of in it uh, full of um sorry injuries um, and then probably in, I think it was 2000, decided to go to Singapore for a year and a half and COVID hit. And that's how I ended up over here in Sydney. So yeah, I've been around, been around a little bit, um, and had plenty of experience. So how old are you now? If you don't mind me asking. Uh, 28 now. 28. When you rode for Chris, did you ride any, any decent horses there in work or in races? Uh, plenty of them. I think, I think Moriarty did it when a group one, um, I had, I was lucky enough to ride her. Um, no, plenty of nice horses. Um, it was a really great stepping stone coming out of New Zealand, I can tell you that much. And what about in Singapore? How was your success there for that short period of time? Look, I absolutely love Singapore. Um, a little bit disappointed when um, the shutdown system happened, um, that I wasn't able to stay there any longer. Um, I had plenty of success. It was a really good experience. It was nothing like I had experienced before the Asian racing. Um, but no, it was it was. All good though. It was a it was a great experience. Yeah, of course. So Moriarty ended up winning a Brisbane Cup and a Lord Mayor's Cup as well in Sydney. So yeah, very talented horse indeed. So Alicia, how did the the offer to Saudi Arabia come about? Take us through that last week when you rode there on the Friday night against some of the world's best. You know, Joe Maria, Ryan Moore, and so on. And we mentioned Damien Oliver. Yeah, I'm not really sure how it came about. Um, I do know that. I want to say Rachel King would have been offered the offered it, but she was over in Japan riding at the, um, at the time. Um, so I was next in line for the New South Wales girls. Um, so I was really fortunate enough to, to get the opportunity. Um, they sort of asked us about December last year if we were interested, and obviously you're not going to say no to that. Um, it's a great opportunity, uh, great opportunity to ride with some good riders, have a new experience riding in another country and get that exposure. And there were 14 riders, were they total? Seven male, seven female? Yes, it was. It was seven female, seven male. Um, and everyone had their own little criteria, which was fantastic. There's obviously riders like Damien Oliver and the Japanese jockeys, you know, one over, I think it was 50 group one. So it was, it was a really, there was a little bit of depth to it, which I really did enjoy. Of course, Australasia, Lisa Allpress was there as well, and you came oh so close, and I thought you rode a great, that grey horse brilliantly in one of those races. Did just go down? Yeah, I was, um, there's a there's a whipful over there of eight of eight strikes, um, and all I wanted to do was just to give it one more. It was a nine-year-old, and it was a little bit lazy, um, 
but no, we did go close. I only had sort of one opportunity to win a race, looking at my horse's form and telling me what the handicap had told me. Um, that grey one was it. And we went also close. The winner had come out of a group one race over there. So to get that close was a good enough effort. But it was actually nice topping off the trip with having a second. Um, it leaves a good taste in your mouth. And tell me about the French lady that won, won the challenge. Um, from what I've gathered, she actually didn't speak any English. She had a um, she had a person there helping her the whole time, um, talking. Uh, she actually used to be a jump jockey, from what I've heard. Um, she rode over the jumps in Paris for about two or three years, and then she decided to get a flat license. She's only uh, female, well, one of the only females over there at the moment, riding winners um, in Paris, so in France. So that's a really, really great achievement. Um, very great achievement. So now I'm, I'm trying to say her name. Is it Mary Lee or Mary Lyon uh, Eon? Well, I, I think it was Maria Eon. That's what the way that we. Oh, right. Was. I knew yeah. I'd slaughter it. I was hoping you'd say it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> anyway, what a great experience. And, you know, it'd be lovely to go back if you could. I would definitely. I think if they if they sent me the email December this year, I'd definitely be going back. It was yeah, it was a really great experience. Uh, learned a lot about the country and the culture there, um, and yeah, the racing. It was a fantastic day that they put on. Um, and the next day, the Saudi Cup was run. And that was just even better. The international races that were on that day, there was a lot of expat um, jockeys and trainers there, and they sort of had their own association. And what was the highlight performance on the day? Was there anything there? Uh, did you think you saw a special horse on that that main program with all that prize money? I just thought it was more. I've never seen um, Arab racing before, and I just thought um, watching them race was very intriguing. I think that might have been the highlight. And your races were grass and a mixture, weren't they? Grass and also the dirt as well on the Friday? Yeah, we had two on the dirt. and It was my first time riding on the dirt, so that was an experience. Um, and then we had two on the grass and... Um, yeah, on the turf, and that was absolutely beautiful, the turf that they produced for us. And your Group 1 record in use, um, at this stage, Alicia, of course, you run a heap of feature winners in New Zealand. I remember you winning a Zabiel Classic some seasons ago, Consensus. Yes, um, that was a Group 1. I can't remember what year it was, but it was a few sleeps ago. Yeah, 2016. Um, I've, <laughs> <laughs> I've, had a couple, I've had a couple of close calls since, but we haven't quite got another one. So we're just knocking on the door for that. Yeah, but a heap of group twos and threes in New Zealand as well. Yeah, I had plenty of success there, and that was nice to sort of take that abroad when they um, were going through the criteria. It was nice to hear. Um, it really amazed me that Lisa Orpress, she's nearly at 2,000 winners. I just can't even think about getting 2,000. So what's your total at the moment? Do you know at this stage, Alicia? Um, they said it was 800, so something must be something around there because I haven't calculated yet. All right, but you've had over 7,000 rides. I'm just giving you a wrap at the start of the show. I love watching you ride because you get over the horse's neck, and I reckon your style's very effective. And it's, um, and I know you, Joe Marrera is one of your ride or your absolute idol. Tell me about your riding style and how you perfected it over the years. Um, I think it was more so I used to worry about looking, um, probably looking the best I can on a horse. Um, and it was a lack of strength when you're trying to look good. So I just sort of threw that out the window and just, just trying to get them going as fast as I can, really. And it was effective for me and my body shape and everything. So that's kind of how I've got to where I have now. Yeah, but you, you, often you, you don't you always get to the whip. You know, it's a bit of a last resort. Sometimes you'd rather push the horses. Yeah, I do. I prefer to get them to the end of the tether before going for the whip because um, if they're giving you everything, they don't really need that. 
Um, but yeah, I just it, it played by ear as every every rider is. Um, but it you know maintains a lot of fitness. I can tell you that much. <laughs> I bet it does. Yes, a lot of upper body strength. Yes. Yeah, I saw you win early this week, even on one of Annabelle's nettles. Yeah, it was only a small little horse. So I was happy to get that over the line for <laughs> The fact that Annabelle's putting you on as well, I mean, is this what you're going to do? Just sort of try and pick up as many as you can at the Provincials, mainly on a Saturday, and hopefully grab some opportunities in town when they present? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not really interested in town. Um, there's a lot of depth there at the moment, and it's very competitive. I'm just happy um, happy enough chipping away at the Provincials. Um, I still ride four times a week doing that. Um, and that's enough for me at the moment. I'm happy enough doing that. And I get really great support from the trainers here in Sydney. They all sort of put me on. Um, and if I can go there with a couple of favourites um, and, you know, make it worthwhile and get them to win, then that's my job achieved and I'm happy with that. Who do you normally ride work for and how many days a week, Alicia? Um, I ride track work twice a week, um, mainly for Annabelle out at Warwick Farm, Um Bryce Hayes, David Pfeiffer, um, John O'Shea at Randwick. I sort of just, wherever is needed, sometimes head out to Hawkesbury for Brad Woodhead. It's just um, whatever the trainers want. Um, I try not to have too strict a regime of every week, but I definitely go to Warwick Farm on a Tuesday. I was watching a little segment with you this morning that Sky Racing did. I don't know how long ago it was, but they talked about your idol and you said Joe Maria. But they also talked about the biggest pest in racing and you said Casey Waddell. Now, why, why is Casey Waddell a pest to you, Alicia, sometimes? I'm fortunate that she's actually moved to Brisbane. No, <laughs> she's, she's just the very funniest. I think it's a Kiwi thing where um, we like to give each other strife and move our gear and hide things and, yeah, just to be annoying 24-7. It's just, it's just what we do. Lovely your profiling and well done with going over there. You, you, you almost did it. Thanks for that, Alicia. Thank you. Alicia Collett joining us this morning on uh, Racing HQ.